I'm Brooks. And I'm Dan. Except for work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like how I dress up like a horse. Go around from birthday party to birthday party. <laughs> People jump on my back. Exclusively adult birthday parties. There's still adults out there that want some entertainment at their party. Somebody dress up like an animal and just run around. It's less interactive with the other adults there, but boy, oh boy, is that birthday boy or girl so happy to see me. <laughs> oh man, buku bucks. Wait, no, you can't. Again, from this during the day thing. Can't do that. What do you mean? Nope. Oh, this is after work. Not the drunk. Sorry, I was confused. You do that. Talk about that other stuff with your furry friends. Hey, Dan. How are you? Oh, sad news. Sad news, Brooks. Sad news? What do you mean? Remember when I said I'd tell you all about that barn dance next week? Yeah. Well, it got canceled. It's next. Oh. Got canceled. Some uh, one of one of the people that was organizing it had a death in the family, and other things. So, I think oh, that's got, too bad. Got man. pushed, but it's pushed. Maybe next time I'll be able to. But I didn't see you up at Bobfest since uh, that thing got canceled. There's other things going on. All right, all right, okay. It's funny. I was. We'll talk about this later. Me being up at Bobfest with our buddy Bob and his festival friends. And uh, a few of them had people die, which made it so they couldn't make it. Uh-oh. So it was like the weekend of death. Oh, no. Plans. Like that weekend. That weekend. Like Ooh. Bob's mom, who's, you know. Wait, what? Real. Oh, she didn't. She did not okay. pass over that rainbow oh, bridge, but her friend did, and that was one of the reasons why she couldn't make it. But, uh, Dan, what, uh, we got any emails? Before oh, yeah. we get into things. Yes. Before no. we get into things. We do. We got emails. We have emails. Do we want to go chronological? Go chronological. Okay. We got one from Tartar. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to try this now that uh, we got emails. 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 Afterward. Emails. Email. Oh, dang. Emails. 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 Afterworkpod at gmail.com if you would like to be in the mix. We have from Tartare Saucier. This is, is a French guy titled Brooks from the Future. Wait, what? It's me from the future? Hey, Brooks and Dan. This is Brooks from the Future. Nice podcast. In the future, it's in 3D. Oh, cool. I didn't even know. It's good to know that we're still going in the future. Well, I mean, he. I'm Thanks. there at least. Thanks, Mr. Saucier. I'm it. I'm there. He didn't mention you at all. But the podcast is still going on. And oh. it's in 3D. Oh, no. How do you have three Ds without Dan? Oh, dang it. There's two more Ds. We got a, your son Dylan joins the podcast. Yeah. And another person yet to be determined. That's right. Three Ds. This is from Anton a Antoine Bugel. Is this the same Anton? Antoine? I think it's a different Antoine. I feel like we're getting... Uh, Hold on. No, no, I, I, all right. <laughs> this one. I was going to say Hornswoggled, but you stopped me. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. This one is titled The Bagel Boy. 
How, how do you pronounce five Y's in a row? I'm going to say Anyway, I think it should be IE, but you know, whatever. Um, Antoine, bagel boy, back up. Well, you can't. Okay, I'm going to have to censor this email. Just uh, throw an, MFs in there, I guess. Antoine, bagel boy, back up in this business. Wanted to shout out all my homies on the block. Also wanted to shout out Brooks and now I'm going to have to cancel him. What? Okay. Just change it to what you want it to say. Dan <laughs> went by another name. Wanted to shout out. No. Brooke, he wrote Brooks and Dunn. Oh, no. Hit the, hit the, the, um, no. Yeah, yeah. That's good enough. We got a problem over here. Also wanted to shout out Brooks and Dunn for holding it down for the country music game. Oh, he's not even talking about us. Jeez, you got tricked. I take, I take back that alarm sound that I just hit, and I and I'm replacing it with an applause. Also wanted to shout out Brooks and Dunn for holding it down for the country music game to the podcast game. Y'all have been number one in his heart. Is uh Brooks of Brooks? This is and not Brooks Dunn. of the future. Oh. Is that Garth Brooks? There's no way to know. There's let's no carry way on. to no, know. No, let's carry on. Let's carry on. Okay. It's country music, and we don't care. All right. First of all. I was just curious. Step one. There can't be more than... <laughs> more than one Garth or one Brooks. Brooks uh, in the country music game. Mr. Brooks and Mr. Dunn. Mm-hmm. I assume they're last names. Page and Plant, what last was, names. What was uh, Garth Brooks's alter ego, The Rock, who, uh, who was a rocker? What, what? Back in the 90s, Dan. Well, we're not done with this email. Okay. Forget about country music. Forget about that guy. Although Kyle, he did smash a lot of guitar. Kyle Gaines or something like that? <clears throat> okay, go on. The Professional is a great movie. The vampires in that movie are truly terrifying because you can't even see them and don't even know that they are there. They exist in the shadows, in the dark places where most men fear to tread. Um, they were also upstaged greatly by, uh, oh no, I forgot his name. Leon? No. What's his name? Gary? Gary, Gary uh, Busey? No, not Gary. Gary Vanderchuk? <laughs> not Gary V. Anyway, by the, by the bad cop. The bad cop, man. What's that guy's name? I don't know. I don't anyway, know what it doesn't we're talking matter. about. The professional. Anyways, go see the professional. The professional's uh, It was good. Chris Gaines. If you guys uh, have never heard about this fact that I will just fill you in here, uh, Chris Gaines was Garth Brooks' alter ego and uh, is one-off fictional rock persona created as a movie character for Garth Brooks to explore musical styles far removed from his success as a country singer. He wanted to try his hand at... Uh, rock. So then he dressed up like this guy and became Chris Gaines. Sure. If you didn't know this, and I believe that's that's uh that's him, Garth huh? Brooks, right there, without wow. a country hat and like looking pretty emo. Yeah. Why does he look so emo? Does well, he realize that rock isn't emo? Well, it was at the time. It probably was. That's true. That's probably what the Nine Inch Nail guys look like at the time. Yeah. No, you're not far off. 
Okay. Any other emails? Yeah. Hold on. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Is not, not Busey. Oldman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was the star of the show, even though Natalie Portman was really good as a 10-year-old assassin. Gary Oldman was the star of the show. This podcast has just gone off the rails ever since uh, we got started getting emails from a random stranger with yeah. 10 personas. Yeah. Is maybe it's maybe it's Garth Brooks has started listening to our po- Wait a minute. Hold on. The next email? Don't be a negative Nancy. Is it, okay. is it, are you allowed to say that? Can negative you say Nancy? that? Yeah. Okay. It's from Gordon. This is from Gordon Shumway. Gordon Shumway? Elf? Elf. Elf. The Elf. A.K.A. Alf. Elf. All right. Anyway, he's with Santa. Uh, (laughs) There was being a real negative Nancy when I was listening to the podcast today. They was being a real negative Nancy. Okay. There was being a real negative Nancy when I was listening to the podcast today. He needs to be a positive Pablo. I, I don't know who that. they are, was. I think they are. They are, but he's the wrong. They, they were. They were. They, they was. They were bringing negative Nancys. I assume that was probably us. We were. We do get negative sometimes. Anyways, I'm a positive Pablo. I'm a positive Pete. Pete. It's Pablo after work with Pablo Pete. Well, at least those emails are short. Gentlemen. Oh, here's where everybody's been. <laughs> Back from the dead. Back from the dead. Raised up on the third podcast. (laughs) Andy. Andy's back. Gentlemen, today was my middle daughter's last day of her freshman year of high school. And Friday is the youngest daughter's last day of eighth grade. I don't know which day is my wife's last high school foreign language teacher, but no... Wait, no, no. But to celebrate the end of school, we had ice cream for dinner. Oh, only ice cream? Ice cream for dinner. Oh, man. That the best. is hot. That's no, it's actually old. not hot, but you know you know what I mean. It's fire. That is delish. Yeah. Some, That's cool. So wait, so you're... Sometimes you go breakfast for dinner. Breakfast for dinner, but ice cream is a step... That that's stepping up your game all the way. I hopefully it was like hot fudge sundays, like build your own with everything. What about like reverse meals? How do you feel about this? The regressive dinner is that what it's called? Yeah, I think where you eat the ice cream, a big portion of ice cream. So this was a thing, and then a small piece of steak to wash it down <laughs> for for what would be dessert. And then you have a uh, a salad, and then an appetizer. Yeah, but they're like small, small, like what your dessert should be. So you got your main meal, which oh, is you're saying cream. just change the sizes, a big platter, and then what normal people might have for a dessert. That's what we have for like you know a tiny hamburger, for a tiny hamburger. I don't, I don't know why you're going off on this tangent right in the middle of Andy's email. Oh, oh I thought he was on. Sorry, sorry, Andy. Okay. Uh. We're going to the beach at the end of next week, so I'm in the process of planning what I have to pack and or buy. I have a good, uh, a good halal cart chicken, good halal cart chicken recipe that I'm going to make when it's our family's turn to make dinner. Oh, it must be a group trip. 
It was a hit last year, so I'll just do it over again. Boom. Uh, do either of you have any dessert ideas? One of my nephews is allergic to nuts and eggs, so I can't use either of those ingredients. I sir, egg you and put pudding. Oh, do you put eggs in brownies? Because I think you don't necessarily. I don't actually. I don't think you put eggs in brownies. There's or, no eggs in, or you don't cream. have to. There's no, there are eggs in ice cream. There are. Come on, Brooks. Are there eggs in ice cream? Some ice. Put eggs in ice cream? <laughs> Not all of them. Uh, interesting dessert with no eggs or nuts. Well, nuts is easy. Uh, have you ever made? Uh, what are those? With the oh dang neck. For some reason, my brain's not working today. Ollie. Gary Oldman. Okay. <laughs> Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, well, here's what you can't have. Coconut macaroons. Macaroons. With chocolate on top. Macaroons could be. Does that have egg in it? It might have egg in it. Jeez, what Probably it? does. What doesn't have egg? I bet you could make brownies is without this like, eggs. Is this like going to anaphylactic shock type of? Just sneak that. Or is it like. Just a little diarrhea type of. If it's just diarrhea, go for it. I mean, if it's just diarrhea, I probably am allergic to eggs as well. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes. But it's worth it. Totally worth it. So, there's uh, there's this thing that was made with brownies and, like, marshmallow that I used to love. And they called it Heavenly Hash, but it was like brownies and marshmallows swirled through it and there were like chocolate chips melted in it mm. it was pretty delicious well we're gonna get into this later but i had a tasty dessert that i fixed for myself next to the campfire i i told you about it earlier but now i'm gonna spread it on to andy i had my one of my bowls i filled it about halfway with uh popcorn Mm -hmm. Imagine a bowl halfway filled with popcorn. Then you take some Sour Patch Kids and you sprinkle Sour Patch Kids. I'm imagining a bowl. He's holding a wooden bowl. You sprinkle Sour Patch Kids on top of that popcorn. And then you take Oreos and you take like six Oreos and you put it throughout this popcorn Sour Patch Kid bowl. And then you close your eyes because it's really dark and you're sitting by a campfire mm -hmm. out in the woods. And then you just reach into that bowl and put whatever goes into your hand, into your mouth. And I don't know what it is, but Oreos, Sour Patch Kids, and, and uh, popcorn. Chef's kiss. So try that out. The Just make the bowls for everybody. But the Oreos. Like, here comes dessert. The Oreos aren't a surprise. Well, I want there to be like a couple of Sour Patch Kids on that Oreo. Uh-huh. So you get like all the flavors. You get the sour. You get the um, umami. 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 Yeah. yeah. From the uh, popcorn and the Sour Patch and the Oreo all combined together to make one mega, mega super flavor. What if you put some of those dried peas with the... Uh... Oh, gross. What's the... I'm sorry. Get out of here. All right. Are you saying wasabi balls? Wasabi. Jeez, what is wrong with your brain? <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Jeez, podcast. Podcast <sighs> over. 
Uh, well, yeah. Thanks, Andy. That is awesome, Andy. Have Hopefully, each one of those ideas that wasn't dumb will work for you. And you know which one I'm talking about. What? What? Mine. No, I yeah. Say this is a special thing. Like these are all people from the East Coast. Be like, this is a delicacy in Portland, Oregon. You can just do it with chips and candy. Just chips and can- chips and candy. Just not uh, peanut butter M and M's. No, yeah. Steer clear of the peanut butter. Okay. Is there egg and and no M&Ms? egg chips? No egg chips. All right. Well, there you go, Andy. Enjoy your time. The beach is quite cold over there, right? Like ours, they're about the same height. Depends on what part of the coast. Longitude, latitude, I believe. You go down towards Florida, it gets a little warm. I believe I remember him being in North Carolina. No, no. Coast in North Carolina. No car? We call it no car? No. Every year, tell us where you go, because it's his annual trip to the beach with his family, extended family, and it's like a little bit of a four-hour drive, I believe. A four-hour drive. Over there, you can hit like three states in that amount of time. Whoa. I can't I can't even get out of Oregon in four hours, unless I go north, because I'm right on the edge. Yeah. It's like, you know. <laughs> but there could be four hours of traffic getting up to Washington from but, here. But if I go four hours north, I'm not getting out of Washington. No. Or eight hours, probably. Yeah. I'll get out. Yeah. Unless it's rush hour through Seattle and then no way. I'm sorry. Well, Dan, it happened. While you were uh, doing something, what were you doing? Oh, yeah. Practicing. Mixing. Okay. You went instead of uh, your barn dance. What'd you do? What'd you do instead of Bob Fest and the barn dance? I just sat around, practiced mixing. When, oh. uh, well, but you went to a place. I did go to a place. There we go. That's what we're talking so, about. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were trying to transition us smoothly into another topic that we're going to talk about now. It was it was a very smooth transition, and I uh, I let it go. But anyway, we'll now go to that topic. There we go. <laughs> Next Smooth. Uh, the reason I have these sound effects at my at my beck and call in front of me because I lost the SD card that records our podcast. So the new SD card doesn't have our intro music on Custom it. sounds. And since it doesn't have that, it has all the preset sounds on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we went, uh, Rebecca and I, my wife, and I went to a a place called the Whiskey Barrel Lounge. Oh. It's pretty close to our house, not too far away. Is the building in the shape of a giant whiskey barrel? No, and we were a little confused when we got there because the building had like three or four restaurant names on it. And mm-hmm. we walked down toward the end where there's a, like, we're like, it's not this door. This is like a pizza place, right? And we walked down to the other end and it looks kind of like a brewery. And I'm like, well, we walk in and this this is not it. And then we had to go back in through a door in the middle and down the stairs. So you go down downstairs the bottom of this building it's super dark down there the first thing you see when you walk down the stairs is they have a case like a locked glass case with a bunch of old uh whiskey bottles in it that they've emptied Mm -hmm. just the just the fancier ones you know like they had some pappy in there and old forester birthday bourbon and uh the buffalo trace antique collection stuff and some you know some fancy other stuff that 
they've they've gone through just to kind of I assume to show off that these are the kind of things they have. We have these here and had. We had these here and. Well, do they have them there? Well. Tell me about this whiskey list. The list of bourbon is like four pages long that are probably like half size notebook paper pages. Mm -hmm. Four pages of bourbon. And then, you know, they got a page of rye and a page of irish and a page of scotch and all that stuff and some other whatever but their bourbon selection is pretty immense and i was looking online before we went just to see like what they had on the menu and the to see the prices mm-hmm. I was see if you want curious to <laughs> yeah and uh they had something that i had been wanting for a long time on the menu online that somebody took a picture of and I was looking at, I was like, Ooh, they got fancy stuff here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I, I get there and I open up the menu and I'm looking for Eagle rare 17, which is an extremely hard to find. Like they, it's a once a year release from Buffalo trace and they don't make very much of it and you can't get it and it doesn't exist. So I was pretty excited. To see that it was there. But it was not on the menu. Oh, no. And I was like, what? What's going on? And he's like, yeah, we try and keep our menu pretty up to date as far as what we have available. And I, and he says, uh, what? Uh, he, well, he asked, like, what were you what were you wanting? Right? It's not on the menu. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, Eagle Rare 17. I was really hoping to, to, to have that. And he says, well, let me go take a look. Let me go inquire. And uh, he goes and off. Grabbed an empty bottle, poured a little <laughs> oh, regular snap. Eagle Rare in there. I was like, looks like we have just enough in here for you. It was not that because I know what regular Eagle Rare tastes Okay. Like. Um, yeah. So he goes off for a while, a long while. He's off doing things. Took Talks to the bartender, goes to those other things. Eventually, says nothing to me. Eventually, comes back with a Glen Karen. Bada bing, bada boom of Eagle Rare 17. Nice. For me. And he says, just so you know, we didn't have enough for a two ounce pour, so we only charge you for half. I said, well, that's amazing because it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. Um, If you don't mind me asking. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. What does not cheap mean? So the price that I saw online... Which was old, apparently. Mm-hmm. Was fifty dollars? Fifty dollars for a for two ounce pour. That is, yeah. And I the mean, price that they charged me half of was sixty dollars. Okay. So anyway, it was thirty bucks for an ounce and a half. Well, you know, uh, it's one of those things where I'm never gonna, I'm ne- never gonna be able to buy it. Mm-hmm. You could go. Some places that you can go, not Oregon, but some places you can go, well, they're just have it on the shelf, but they don't charge retail price for it. You know, it's like a thousand bucks. Nobody's, wow. Nobody's paying a thousand. I mean, somebody's paying somebody's a thousand. Paying a, somebody just cashed in some of their Bitcoin. Yeah, those Bitcoin people. That's what makes this bourbon so expensive. I think uh, I have an inkling. Bourbon's going to get cheaper if the... Uh, that a lot of cool stuff got way jacked up. When a lot of cryptocurrencies went through the roof. So, 
I'm hoping all the it was just all those suckers that made a bunch of money and just blew it as quick as they could buying all the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. So the two that I was thinking about, which were both on the online menu, were that Eagle Rare 17 and the George T. Stag, which is another. They're they're both from the same antique collection, that limited release. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't have either one of them on the menu. I asked about the Eagle Rare and I got it. So I was, I was super happy. Cool. Uh, it was also delicious. And I was worried because I had heard some people say that these really fancy and expensive bourbons that are older are really oaky and it's overpowering and it they're not even very good. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, it, yeah. it was very good. Not the case. No. Uh, it was, you could definitely tell that it had more oak than like a regular Eagle Rare, which is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so 17. The difference between 10 and 17 is a lot. It was a lot. It's like seven years. Yeah. But those seven years. Have you considered getting your own barrel? Yes. And buying some of that. <laughs> just regular. buying the Eagle Rare and dumping it. And just dumping wait it. Wait seven years. Wait seven years. I don't think it works quite like that. Mm. It's close, but no. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, damn, seven years ago today. Oh. I poured. Oh. Where'd that barrel go? <laughs> the barrel's go- Oh, no, it's I down here. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, no. Okay. Well, do they have uh, do they have food at this restaurant or was there? I got a hamburger because I was planning on paying $50 for whiskey. Mm-hmm. So I got a hamburger. Uh, yeah, they have a small menu. It's a lounge. So, I mean, they have a full menu. Like you can order dinner, but it's it's a pretty small menu. Cool. And what was that place called again? The Whiskey Barrel Lounge. Whiskey Barrel Lounge. Blackmas or Sunnyside. Uh, not Sunnyside. It's in uh, Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Yes. You know about Happy Valley? It's up the hill. The Happy Valley is up the hill from my house. About 17 years ago, they just made up the name Happy Valley. It used to all be Clackamas. And now? And then the, some developers came in. They're like, let's call this happy valley now and that other part out there used to all be boring and now there's damascus i don't even know what that is Mm. still all boring to me (laughs) it's damn boring um yeah so that was really good it was it was just like a better version of eagle rare Mm -hmm. which was kind of what i was hoping for because it's a it's at cask strength they don't like eagle rare is at 90 proof and this one is at uh, foolproof. So, you know. Do you plan on going back? I think so. Um, Maybe on your birthday? Sure. Yeah, I'm going my birthday. And th- I'm thinking all those things that I'll never be able to buy, mm-hmm. it's probably not only cheaper, but also the only way I'm ever going to get to try those things. Yeah. And if I went there with another person and we both got something that was different oh and you could share and you could both try both of them take sips or if like seven people got real fancy things no all passing around seven little sips not sharing two ounces with seven people seven (laughs) just let it touch your lips my my glasses come back empty then every yeah you just take a drink pass it around i let that thing last about about 20 minutes sipping on that Per hour, 
worth it. That's worth it. That's good. It's a good deal. Well, let me tell you about Bobfest. Tell me. Bobfest almost got rained out. Most people bailed. A lot of deaths stopped people from going up there. Last year, how many people do you think there was? Like 15? 15 to 20. And this year, it was like six. Okay. But the good six or the bad six? Good six. Good six. Your Bruce was there. Your your Quinn was there. Sure. You had your... uh, (laughs) These are all people that I know and remember from a year ago. You'd recognize them. Nope. Yeah, but not by their name. Not by their name, but you'd recognize them. Your Bob, Bob, of course, Bob was there. I remember Mr. Bob. Uh, Dean. Dean was there. Dean the Hawkman Hockley. I still don't know. Actually, he listens to my during work podcast. What? And then I mentioned after work, and he was like, wait. You have another podcast? And I was like, yeah, you're too busy listening to my Dern Work podcast. And then he was like, what's it called? So he might listen to this. Hey, Dean. How are Hi, you? Dean. Hi, Dean. Uh, I remember him from last year, of course. You know the dispersed camping? You know dispersed camping. You yeah, that's where you camp with wherever. Where wherever you want. Wherever you want in the national forest land. And just people go and build weird things. You show up and there's some weird stuff there. Yeah, like like we did that one time. Like we made a bench. A bench, a nice bench. We used like a little hatchet and hatcheted it away and made a pretty solid bench at some some lake. Campsite? Some campsite. Burnt Burnt Lake? Burnt Lake or Lost Lake? Burnt Lake. We were at two lakes. I don't remember. And uh, so somebody in the past had strung this this, uh, piece of rope across ratchet ratchet strap between two trees okay and then they took branches and they laid them crossways like 20 branches that had fallen off the trees making this covered to make a long a-frame to make like a long a-frame but it those branches weighed so much that the ratchet strap like stretched down in the middle in the middle and dean was like well that's pretty cool i'm gonna put my tent under there so it must have been really big if you fit a tent under it. Yeah, big enough to fit like a little tent, four-person tent or whatever. Oh, that's pretty big. Underneath, and it, he said it helped with the rain. And I was nervous because they were some big branches, and that rope was stretched out pretty thin. Yeah. And I just imagined in the middle of the night, snap, gust of wind, that rope snapped, and he is crushed underneath twenty branches. Nah. But he wasn't worried about it, and he said it really helped keep the rain off of his tent. Smart. But, yeah, it was fun. Small group, bonfire. We had some tastiness. Drank a lot of whiskey while I was up there. I brought a uh, classic bullet bourbon, bullet frontier. Excellent. Excellent choice. Is that a bourbon? Frontier. I believe it's pronounced frontier. Frontier. And that's my wife's favorite whiskey that she likes drinking is that the regular the frontier is that the regular bourbon yeah it's regular okay i think they just call it that's just their name whatever and i got to borrow my father-in-law's 1987 volkswagen westfalia oh the westy the westy and uh i'd never driven it before and never used it before real sporty it's got the pop-up roof it's got like the kitchen in there, got tables, things that swivel around, a bed. There's a bed in the middle and a bed up top. 
Okay, in the pop-up part. In the pop-up part. And, uh, dude, those Germans, they make one heck of a little little RV van. Das Auto. Because he bought this thing, and it's like came with everything. The person that had it before him kept immaculate care of it and had all the little knick-knack pieces. It's got like the back, you open it up, and then you have a mesh screen that like has buttons okay that click into place and it fits like perfectly taut and keep so you can keep the bugs out or whatever Very and nice. everything is like perfectly fit and super awesome do you think that's german engineering or the people that restored it lovingly i think this seems like it was original. Okay. Seemed like it was all original. What year is this? 87? 1987. Okay. Low miles. Pretty good shape. Probably garaged its whole, most of its life. I think you told me he bought this, and I think I remember, for some reason, seeing it on Craigslist. It was on Craigslist. They have, there are a lot of upgrades. He's got different bumpers that were added to it. Cherry. Cherry. <laughs> and uh, everything's just amazing. And I was just blown away. I had no idea that having a pop-up would be so cool because you're used to being in like a van kind of hunched over, but you just stand straight up and you can't like you're reaching, you get on your tiptoes to touch the ceiling. And it's not there. And it's not there. You can do all this movement in there. And I was like so impressed by this thing. I'm like, Bob, come on in here. Bob, come on. Stand in here. He's like, Brooks, I don't want to stand in your car. All right. Stop asking me. But I was I was pretty impressed. And then the next morning, instead of taking down a tent, we just threw everything in and drove away. It was great. RVs probably are the way to go. It, uh, I know why everybody's into them. Still too rich for my blood. Okay. So here's a question. I've seen the really cool pop-up canopies. So you put, it looks sort of like a regular canopy that goes on your truck, and then it pops up like a tent where it it folds over the cab. Okay. So, or it either folds all the way out over the cab, or it just folds up kind of like the Westphalia does at an angle, mm -hmm. right? And so now you can stand up in the bed of the truck, yeah. and there's like a bed frame that drops down and hooks in up there. Yeah. <clears throat> I think just having yeah, that standing height, I talked to an old guy uh, that I, I'd seen working on turning a sprinter van into a one of these travel RVs, mm -hmm. and he spent like a year doing this thing, to or six months doing this thing, building cabinets in it, putting a bed in there and kitchen and stuff, and then he was like, yeah, I'm going to sell it and get one that's tall enough for me to stand up in. Boom. He's like, yeah, I thought this was going to be good enough because it was ten grand cheaper, but I'm going to be upgrading soon. Anyways, you want to buy this thing? I was like, no. not after I don't want to not stand I'm up. Taller than you, little guy. <laughs> I patted him on his head. Oh. But yeah, there's a, if you get a chance to try one of those out sometime. So you took this cool car up to Bobfest. Mm -hmm. How was Bobfest? Bobfest was great. Just nice hanging out by the fire. We missed you up there. Okay. Lots of talk of Dan's epic 
karaoke from last year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the music was just like this tiny little Bluetooth speaker sitting on a table. Yeah. Well, like, barely could hear. Right. But we could talk to each other without having to yell. That was kind of nice. Hmm. Hmm. Wait a minute. This might have been better. All right. Never mind. Take it back. Nobody missed you at all, Dan. All right. Except for Dean. He really missed you. Uh, but driving that thing, 1987, probably a four-cylinder engine, full-on house on wheels. Yeah. Super top-heavy. Was a little sketchy. Mm -hmm. Driving up a mountain at like 38 miles an hour. That's what I always thought about the rooftop tent. You put it up on the top of like an SUV and I'm like, isn't that just going to make you tip over? Maybe. <laughs> I was going real slow on corners. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know if I would take that thing on a trip across the country. Maybe. There's no cruise control. Ooh. Nice to add some cruise control. My knee was a little, a little sore at the end of the day. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was fun. I will be borrowing that thing again, man. All right. But now, it's time for a little thing that we like to call a ramble, a ramble, a ramble, a ramble. House, 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 house. What's happening, Dan? Haven't really been doing much still. Around the house. Besides uh, practicing your DJing? Did practice. I, I did uh, I did come come up with a pretty cool transition. I mean, I didn't come up with it, you know, but I figured out how to do it on my own without, like, w watching a tutorial video. Can you record your whole set? Yes. What about this, Dan? No. No? I'm saying, Whatever you're about to say. I'm no. saying record your whole set. On the plate on the podcast? And then we just put out a dance mix on the podcast because I've been worried about like our intro music is copyright free music. Oh. But then I was listening to a podcast today and they don't care at all about copyright music. Right. And it was just like, wow, this podcast is awesome because like all the transition music was just like super awesome music, yeah. like super popular music with this storytelling going on. Yeah. And I was like, who's going to come after us? Those podcasts are usually also broadcast on the radio. So they can do whatever they want because they have the radio they copyright behind them. They were not. I don't oh, okay. I just imagine nobody cares. Yeah, also nobody cares. I don't know if iTunes is like filtering through their podcast. Who has the time? Their algorithms filtering through and being like, you can't do that. What are you doing? They would only care if there was some sort of monetization involved. Yeah. So, uh, so we can't do it because I feel make like too much money. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. Anyways, make a mix. We'll throw it up. Dan's, Dan's mix. Okay. Or not. And we'll just forget about it. Nothing will ever come of it. But I did very little because I was gone away. And I was not feeling too hot on Sunday, and I stayed up way too late drinking whiskey. But today, I noticed, you know, I've got a really old dog. She's like almost 16 years old. Oh, yeah. She, when I first got this little dog, we'd be walking her, and she would not pee unless there was grass to pee in. Okay. And it was kind of a hassle. Because she would be like, where's the grass? we got to walk around some grass to pee. 
And now that she's old, she's like, screw it. I'm walked out the back door and I'm peeing. So my dog just pees right outside my back door on the sidewalk. It or... could be worse. It could be not out the back door. <laughs> sometimes not out the back door. Sometimes, All right. Sometimes, sometimes a little too slow getting out that back door and it's the back. Uh... <laughs> right on the threshold. Right on the, right on the threshold. Yep, exactly. Like her front feet are out. I'm out. I'm out. My My feet are out here. But it smelled a lot like pee. So right before you came over here, Dan, around the house, I sprayed down that. I got some dish soap. With dog pee away? I got special. Some, I got some dish soap, and I put it on a push broom, and I scrubbed mm. scrubbed my back patio. And then I have some stuff called back-o, back out, bio-clean, I think, back out. Okay. Some sort of enzyme smell killer, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I uh, sprayed and I sprayed that all over there. So nice. now when I'm chilling out in the hot tub for the next like two weeks, I won't be smelling dog pee. Perfect. That's what I did around the house, man. Well good. So what are you up to uh this coming weekend? So uh, see, I think we can go see a movie maybe. It's Father's Day, I believe. Perhaps go see a movie. And uh, I think my father's coming over on Father's Day. I will also be seeing my father on Father's Day. It's weird. I had forgotten. That's how much I care about Father's Day, being a father. I was like, oh, yeah, Father's Day. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to make something special. Like a, oh no, kill time for the next five minutes because it's playing a commercial. Five minutes. Five seconds. Five minutes is a long time for a commercial. I don't think I can afford it. But uh, also got a little friend party, friend party coming up. Oh, what's friend party? That's not this weekend. It's the next weekend. Never mind. Carry on. All right. If you have a barn and want to have a barn party, email the show. Afropod.gmail.com. Dan, get over there. Do it up with them lights. I sure can. Do some practicing. Oh, you got a wedding next week? Not this weekend, next weekend. Wow. Yep. All right. We'll see you all next time. After work.